0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Jessica Williams and this is The Zeal Real Podcast where we zealously promote positive thinking to eliminate negative thinking. Let's get into it. Happy, happy Friday to everybody. If you're just now tuning in, checking me out, I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for all my listeners for supporting me. I thank you for all the donations and support that I've gotten. I just want to continue to thank y'all for supporting me and for listening because, hey, it means a lot to me. So we must let those know when we're thankful. So I just want to let y'all know I am thankful for y'all. So when it comes down to prayer Prayer is like a life insurance policy. This is what Steve Harvey was saying about prayer. You see, life insurance helps only when someone passes away. It can help while you're living. You can take deposits out. True enough. But you have to what? First, put in something. You got to put in something to get something out. And Steve was saying, you know, if you put in prayer If you put in the time to pray, God will bless you in your next season. You can pray for something now and it come later on. But when it comes down to other things in life, it may not come when we want it. Certain things may not come when we want it. But God is an on-time God. So you have to make your deposits of prayer through each season. He was saying that, you know, a lot of times us as humans, when things are going good, we don't pray anymore. And I know what that's like because God showed me, hey, you haven't been coming to me. You haven't been spending a long time with me. And a long time does not have to be on your hands, on, on your knees. It does not have to be that way. It does not have to be with you. Kneeling on the bed or however it was, you know, that you were told your alone time with God is your alone time. If you want to talk to him on the way to work, that's your alone time with God. But God reminded me just the same way he reminded Steve Harvey. Hey, you ain't been praying. Everything is going good. So now it seems as though you don't need me. And see, we should invest into God throughout these different seasons. So when things are going good, you still pray. Because guess what? You deposit in prayer into that next season. You praying for something. You saying, Lord, work everything out for my good. Align me to where I'm supposed to be. You may say, well, I'm where I'm where I want to be right now. But how, you know, God ain't got something better for you in the next season. So you pray, you deposit those prayers to be ahead of the game. You deposit those prayers to show God, hey, I love you. I want to spend time with you and I still need you. Hey, I need your help. Prayer helps towards the upcoming events in life. You ever had a situation that happened in a day? You didn't do your devotion or you didn't pray first thing in the morning. You didn't give your thanks to God. You didn't meditate on anything. You didn't didn't invest in yourself at all. Before you started your day and realized how crappy your day might have been. It might have just seemed like things were hitting left to right, left to right. I've done that. It's been times that I've been in a rush or I just, you know, oh, I'll read later. No, it's good to do it first thing in the morning because that's your deposit. That's like your deposit in the bank. Okay, we want money on our debit cards. We have to what? Make a deposit. Whether it's a deposit by check, a direct deposit, a cash deposit, you have to make a deposit. So be willing to make a deposit into your life by praying. Because what? Prayer changes things. Do not pray just when you need something. Steve Harvey said, you know, I was going through a few things about three years ago. I made some decisions. I, I shouldn't have done the things that I did. And he said, I realized I wasn't praying like that. He said, I won't even lie to y'all. I wasn't praying like that. So I started praying a little here and there. Then I started praying a couple times a day. Then he was like, I started praying about three, four times a day. Next thing you know, I'm just praying about everything. And that's how it is. So don't beat yourself up. You're like, well, I don't know how to pray. If you don't know how to pray, simply just give your thanks to God. It ain't nothing but talking. It's a conversation. You don't have to come up with these long, drawn-out words. You don't have to come out with all these different phrases to say. He's not worried about you murmuring words. He just wants you to converse with him. So be willing to talk to God. Be willing to cast your cares to God. Now, I don't know who may need to hear that, but I am going to move on to today's scripture, which is coming from the book of John, chapter 14, verse 26. Verse 26. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. God has said some good things to you. He sent some good people to tell you some good things. It's up to you to take heed on what God has been telling you. It's up to you to believe in it. It's up to you to meditate on it, pray on it. You got to believe it in order to receive it. Today's positive word, y'all, it downloaded fresh in my spirit this morning. I was like, really? Okay. So today's word is anew. The definition of anew is in a new or different and typically more positive way. So it's to start fresh once more. You're starting again. So in this season, do not be afraid of starting fresh. Do not be afraid of freshening up your life, starting anew. Don't be afraid of renewing your mind so you can have a new outlook on things. We have to change our perspective and how we decide to look at stuff. Because honestly, people say, oh, you need to be aware. But people are made aware of things and they still move how they want to move. So it's up to us as individuals to be the change so we can see the change you gotta be the change to see the change quit telling other folks they need to change and you're not doing anything to change there have been times i've had to catch myself because i've had to think like wait a minute i now i told that person i didn't like that but i did it myself huh this is interesting Let me tell them I apologize like, hey, I want you to think I'm being hypocritical, but I didn't realize I was doing the same thing to you. Maybe a little bit differently, but but in a nutshell, I was doing the same thing to you that I didn't want done to myself. That is hypocritical because you can't tell someone, hey, don't don't do this. And you're doing it just like a parent can't say, hey, don't go. Uh staying out all late and drinking and drinking and smoking and that's what they do and and they may say well i'm grown but the child is paying attention see the child is looking at everything they're like a tape recorder they're like a sponge they soak up everything the child sees oh well mama or dad they're, they're going out drinking all times of night so when i get older ooh, i can do it too That's just a prime example. Now, don't get me wrong. My mama did not do that. But just a prime example of how people can say they are a leader. They can be in a certain position and still be hypocritical. So let's not worry about the hypocrites. Let's not worry about, you know, people telling you what you need to do. And you already know that you're working on bettering yourself. Don't worry about it but be willing to listen and learn none of us know everything so be willing to listen and learn so be willing to start something new but in a more positive way when you get up in the morning instead of focusing on what happened yesterday you need to be focused on what happened is what is going to happen today and focus on generating positive thoughts I mean, I mean, affirm yourself first thing in the morning, you know, good and well, if you wake up feeling some type of way every morning, I mean, what are you going to do? You just going to continue to do that the rest of your life? Or are you going to take charge and say, you know what? I am beautiful. I am walking into my purpose. I am financially stable. I am love. I am peace. I have peace in my life joy surrounds me, whatever you need to say. These are affirmations that I started telling myself when I first started reminding myself that I am who God told me I am. God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And guess what? You got to believe that too. We got to start believing. We have to shift our mindset so we can believe By the way, there is a book out there. It's called 30 Days to Reset, Regroup, and Refocus. It is by Dr. Arlene A. Fuller. I do have copies for $30 if you are in the Savannah area. You can also order off Amazon, they're $40 off Amazon. This is a book that helps people to overcome trauma. This was something that helped me in my journey. I did it last year. I'm doing the 21 day challenge again. Well, 30 day challenge. I'm doing the 30 day challenge again so I can reset my mind just because you might have did some forgiveness a few years ago. You might have did some forgiveness last week. You might need to retouch it again. Forgive until you no longer feel any type of way when you talk about that person. Forgive until you no longer cringe when someone mentions that person's name. Get these things out so you can blossom and flourish. And see, these are things I had to realize. Quit being complacent. Let's not be content with where we are. So content that we don't want better. I'm grateful, but I want better. So be grateful, but want more. I have two quotes for y'all today. The first one is one that I saw On my dear friend's Instagram, she is the owner of her organization, Book Nation of Dreamers. It helps kids with children literacy. And the quote is, focus on you until the focus is on you. So I'm going to say that again. Focus on you until the focus is on you. So you got to focus on your brand. You have to focus on getting your mind together until everything is really where you would like it to be and at the same time still don't get too comfortable be willing to go out for more the next quote i have for y'all is by dr may jemison the first african-american female astronaut never be limited by other people's limited imaginations there are going to be people out there that are going to say what that's what you want to do? Man, please. I tried to do that years ago and it didn't even happen. Good luck with that. Somebody may say something like that and it may discourage someone. Someone may say, oh, you say you wanted to raise how much money? Man, please. That ain't possible. Girl, you might as well go on and work that nine to five and, and keep doing what you're doing like the rest of us. That's discouraging. But if someone says that, you don't have to receive it. So do not be limited by other people's limited imaginations. God gave you your vision. So it's up to you to see your vision through. I've been reminded to see my vision through. I get reminded just about every day. I'd be like, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I apologize. So if you know what your vision is, y'all, let's go for it. I am working towards my vision, but I really feel like God want me to speed up the process. So I'm going to do that. So do what you need to do to get to where you want to be. Now, ending off before I go, the two African-Americans of the day, our African-American icons of the day are George Washington Carver. George Washington Carver was the famous guy known for his peanut butter also he was known as an agricultural chemist in an effort to increase the profitability of sweet potatoes and peanuts which thrived in the south as opposed to dwindling cotton supply carver began conducting experiments in 1896 come on y'all he was born in 1864 this man before his 30th birthday he was already on it and created 518 new products, including ink, dye, soap, cosmetics, flour, vinegar, and synthetic rubber. He publicly revealed his experiments in 1914. Our second person is Marie Ban Britton Brown. She was a nurse that recognized security threats to her home and devised a system that would alert her of strangers at her door and contact relevant authorities as quick as possible. Her original invention consisted of peepholes, a camera, monitors, and a two-way microphone. Marie Band Britton Brown is the inventor of the closed circuit television security TV. How about that? She was the one that came up with, with security, basically. Come on y'all, so keep the vision alive Keep the hope alive. Keep the dream alive. Go out and have a wonderful, blessed day. I love y'all. Stay encouraged. And until next time, y'all take it easy now. I hope y'all have enjoyed today's episode of Zeal Real. And if you have any comments, I would love to hear from you. If you need any insight. If you have any show topics that you like for me to hit here and there, just let me know. Send me an email at zilreal20 at gmail.com or simply just send me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. I love y'all. Stay encouraged. Peace. Happy, happy Friday to everybody out there. It's going to be a great day. As I have been feeling lately, been saying lately, you have to be the change to see the change. So the other day when I wanted some Chick-fil-A, I said, no, no Chick-fil-A. You had Chick-fil-A yesterday. You need to calm down. So I went and had me a vegetable plate. I made me some asparagus and some broccoli, and I forgot my second vegetable, my third vegetable, but it worked out. And I felt good about myself and I exercised that day. So whatever change you want in your life, you got to be the change to see the change. I'm going to keep saying it because the time is now to make it happen. What are we going to do? What you're going to do in 2022 is the ultimate question that I'm going to keep posing. Now, I want to give y'all the positive word for today, which is essence. The definition of essence is the intrinsic nature of or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract that determines its character. So something that has essence has a different type of value. It is known to be peculiar. It is essential. It is something that is natural. These are all synonyms. These are all similar words to the word essence. Now, essence also is a property or group of of properties of something without which it would not exist or be what it is. So, y'all, God is our essence. We would not be who we are without God. We would not be where we are without God. What is the essence of life? The essence of life, God is at the top, but he wants us to have faith. He wants us to work. So the essence of life would be like faith The essence of life would be love. The essence of life would be kindness. How are you exercising the essence of life? What are you concentrating on? What are you spending your time on? What comes natural to you? Do you naturally feel the need to be kindness, to be kind to people? Do you naturally have a love for something? at the at the end of the day, God wants us to figure out why we're here. So if you're not sure of why you're here on this earth, it is time to ask God, hey, why am I here? I love to help people. I love to cook. I love to travel. I love to take pictures, but those seem to all be hobbies. God, how can I live in this world, make a difference in this world and still Live out my purpose. What am I here for? If you got to say those words plain as day, do it. So you can truly, truly have what God has called you to have. Don't settle for less. Don't be willing to settle. Don't be so content that you settle where you are. If you say, hey, I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. I want to travel to Paris. Do you know how much it costs? Don't settle and go to New York, not saying there's anything wrong with New York, but they may be on two different levels. Paris and New York is on two different levels. Let's just be honest. They're both up there, but they're both on two different levels of traveling, expenses, and how much it will cost. So why settle for something you really don't want When you really want something else and you know that that's what you could have, you know that you are valued, you are worthy. So why wouldn't you have what God said? I told someone yesterday, I said, why go into the army if you have a dream of being an actor? I said, don't give up on acting. See, y'all, so many people are caught up into money. That they forget the essence of life. They forget why they're here. They forget, oh, I have a purpose. Don't be so caught up in money that you lose sight of who you are. Because you as a person, your character, your well-being goes a whole lot further than any dollar. Because I have had millionaires and billionaires to tell me at checkout, at check-in what they feel the essence of life to them is. And all of them say family, love, God, faith. Some of them have even said, you know what? There have been times that I I steered away from God. This is what I've had people to tell me, especially at the job I work at now. Over the years, I've had different people of different tax brackets to talk to me from the lowest of the lowest to the highest of the highest. And all of them that I have encountered that was spirit led, that believed in God, said that money is not everything. You can go hard. You can go get it. You can be dedicated and all that good stuff. And yeah, your hard work will pay off, but it shouldn't be about the money. The money will come. Prime example, Oprah Winfrey. When Oprah first started, she was on the radio. After radio, she did television. She noticed that wasn't really the right fit for her. And then she moved on to her own shows. Okay, when she first started coming on, she was pretty empowering. But then when other people tried to tell her the same way that people are corrupted in music, if y'all ever noticed, When an artist comes out, sometimes by the time five or six, seven years roll in, their whole style has changed from their appearance to how they sing. So Oprah went from empowering women to unsubconsciously knocking down women. And I heard one of her interviews where she mentioned that she realized that she could not no longer listen to some of the people that were pitching ideas to her because she noticed that the ideas were becoming to be a little bit more money hungry and steering away from the empowerment that she was aiming to do. So whatever you're aiming to do, you got to aim to do your best, aim to do your best and God will do the rest. You make one step he makes to be the change to see the change. The time is now. We got to get on it, y'all. Today's scripture is coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 33 through 37. And it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is, is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So love God with all your heart. Whoever may be mad with God. Y'all, it's time to walk in forgiveness. It's time to just walk in healing. This is the time to better ourselves. There's so much going on in this world. I know y'all seen how people have been sick and dying, and, and so much has went on in this world. Are you seriously okay with being like this the rest of your life? Not throwing any shade, because, hey, this is something I've said to myself. I'm not going to say anything to y'all that I haven't already brought upon a self-actualization moment to myself and I would look I have looked around my apartment and I have said is this how I want to be the next couple of years? Is this how I want to be within in the next year? Where do I want to be? We have to ask ourselves this because that is what helps us to get into into grind mode. That's what helps us to go ahead and align up with God. That helps us to go ahead and aim to do our best. So love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. But when it says this, if you haven't worked on self-love, it's time to work on self-love. Because if you haven't worked on self-love, there's no possible way that you can be in a healthy, long-lasting relationship with anyone. There's no way that you can possibly love your kids the way they need to be loved. There's possibly no way that the people around you, your loved ones in general, can have a good relationship with you because if you don't love yourself how can you really love someone else that's why people lash out at people they're mad with themselves maybe for something that happened earlier so they come and lash out on you so if they don't love themselves like that how are they going to love you so i gotta keep going y'all because I'll, I'll stay on that one topic And I got to hit y'all with these two quotes before I get to today's African-American of the day. Actually, I have a couple of black inventors to share with y'all. I have two quotes as well by two black leaders that we all know of. The first one is by Frederick Douglass. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. If there is no struggle... There is no progress. How in the world can we possibly see how far we've came if we can't look back on where we came from? I mean, let's just be honest. How can you feel accomplished? There would be no feeling of accomplishment. And boy, accomplishment feels great. I don't know about y'all, but boy, when I accomplish something, whether it's big or small, I feel great. I feel so great. So I'm going to tell y'all something. And I was trying to figure out a way of how to share it without telling too much. Definitely don't want to put anyone on front street, but this just goes to show how God moves in our lives. Whether it's big or small, God has helped me with big and small. Attitude can be big or small. This goes with the next quote of what I'm about to tell y'all. And it goes with the Frederick Douglass quote as well, which is, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. The second quote is, the time is always right to do what is right. And that's by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So this story, this short story I'm about to tell y'all, y'all, I'm going to do it as short and sweet and simple as possible. The other day I encountered someone that was Their choice of words were very um, Interesting So I, I mentioned something to this couple And the response that was given Was just way out of the way somewhere and we know that we are in Black History Month right now. So it also kind of made me feel some kind of way because I'm like, man. You know, they say don't see color. We should see color because we should see culture. But we shouldn't see color when speaking to people, when being kind to people, when loving people, when com- when conversing, conversating. When we're doing these different things, we should not see color. But when it comes to culture, we should see color. It's okay. It's okay to see color. But do not judge. But it's okay. No one, please don't turn around what I'm saying. But someone needs to hear this because I really have come a long way with the attitude. And when it says, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. I struggled with My attitude for so long that what I encountered the other day, boy, I don't know how that would have went. I really don't. I don't know how it would have went. And when Martin Luther King says the time is always right to do what is right, we're given the choice to do what is right. So I was put in a situation of where I had the choice to do what is right or I could have made a decision to get them back to say something, to get them off of my back. And in that moment, I realized how much progress I had made. So basically, I encountered something with a couple, have always talked to them, loved them, speak to them, all that good stuff. And the husband said something very out of the way. He, I'm just going to be honest. He mentioned something about 30 lashes, 30 lashes. If, if you can figure it out, you can figure it out. But he said, oh, that's 30 lashes for you for that not happening. Yeah, so if you can figure it out, you can figure it out. Cool, if you know what I'm saying, because I don't really want to stick on it too long. But it's the fact of when he, when it was said to me, it caught me off guard. And anything that used to catch me off guard, Just the same as how people are fearful of certain people. They're fearful of certain places, fearful of certain situations. When you're fearful of something, you tend to run from it. So when I used to be caught off guard with something, oh, I I would just go in. I would go in. If I didn't understand it, I would just go in. And in that moment, I realized I have come a long way. So let me not lose sight of where I'm going, but be happy, grateful, and thankful for where I'm at right now because God is working on me. Just like God is working on you. God wants the best for all of us. So when someone says something to you, just let it be. Aim to do your best and let God do the rest. So, today's African American of the day, the first person is Lonnie Johnson. He was the inventor of the Super Soaker. One of, actually, one of the world's children's most popular children's toys was the Super Soaker. I'm pretty sure everybody had a Super Soaker back in the day. Now, for people that love to golf, in case you did not know, golf was not the same without the golf tees. Dr. George Grant came up with golf tees. How about that? What are you going to do in 2022 to be who God called you to be? You see, Dr. Grant was not impressed with how the golf game was going, so he decided to do something about it, which is why he invented golf tees. Golf would not be the same without golf tees. And I've never even played golf, but I've seen it on TV. So what you going to do in 2022 to make a difference in this world? What is the essence of your life? Remember, love is important. Kindness is important. Faith is important. So let's aim to do our best, y'all, so God can do the rest.